are kind of in that home stretch, kind of gearing up to make sure that Christmas and the holidays are as festive as they can be. And those people have needs on the, on the gift side, the gift receiving side, right? We've kind of crossed that Rubicon, uh, are looking for some of the latest and greatest on the line with us. Now you, uh, you know her, she's the founder of Techish. She is the lead tech expert for USA Today. You've seen her in the New York Times and of course on the Today Show, the one and only Jennifer Jolly. Welcome to WGN. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's it's great to have you. This is uh, this is a very exciting and very busy time of year. The Jennifer Jolly bat signal is has been high in the sky <laughs> for for a while now, and sometimes it's That's like exactly hey, right. it's like hey, what's a trend? You know, what's popular this year? But a lot of the things that are trending these days may not have even existed a couple of years ago, at least not in their current form. Most of these things did not exist in their current form a few years ago. I was just kind of looking at my, you know, the top tech that we didn't have a decade ago as we go into this new decade. And, you know, we didn't have Uber, Lyft, and Airbnb 10 years ago. That's hard to believe, right? Like, imagine that world with no Uber, Lyft, or Airbnb. Uh, AirPods, we experienced AirPods and the death of the headphone jack. And now all the news is about wireless headphones, wireless earpods. So, yeah, we've come a long way. All the all the Alexa, the voice assistant, uh, Siri, we're looking at um, driverless cars as we go into the next decade. So it's been an amazing journey, and there's a lot ahead. But, but really what we'll see and what will really shape the next year is all of this crazy jaw-dropping OMG tech will get more user-friendly, I expect a huge backlash against how addicted we are to our phones and what that will look like. And, of course, we'll use tech to solve our tech problems. (laughs) (laughs) And and then also going into CES, the giant, you know, world's largest consumer electronics show, I am seeing a ton of health tech. And we're looking at it. I did a story recently where it's... uh, 10,000 people a day in America are turning 65. We're at that baby boomer, senior, you know, now hitting that senior citizen age. So a lot of the way tech is headed will be really geared toward that demographic. Let the listeners know we're talking with Jennifer Jolly, expert, tech expert for USA Today and so many other places. Has it changed where, because the tech, uh, as far as health tech, is fun. It's exciting. It allows you to be able to monitor things in different ways. And it isn't so clinical or obligatory or, you know, it is isn't something that you feel that you need to that you just need to do in order to stay alive is it bad we saw that commercial and sort of the flare-up with peloton where somebody got an exercise <laughs> bicycle and a bicycle and they weren't necessarily supposed to enjoy it in that way but is it isn't it for some of our older people or people just want to get healthy is it cool to give people health tech or do they see it as you know you're kind of indicating they need to work out more well, I I think health tech will go beyond just exercise. Now, I have to you know give the caveat that I was an early tester of that Peloton bike. I still have that same one five years later, and I and everyone in my family still uses it several times a week. It has been the only piece of exercise equipment ever to grace our our gadget lab studios, my home. And really, you know, work its way into our family's kind of daily routine. So I'm a huge fan of Peloton. It is ridiculously expensive, as is sort of all the best tech out there. It's still ridiculously expensive. I don't know a better way to put that. But 
Uh, in terms of an investment and one piece of exercise gear that I will stand behind, sit on, whatever, forever, I, I love that that bike. And I don't think anyone else has done even remotely a, a comparable job, you know, tonal and mirror and, and all these mirrors uh, that you can stream exercise classes through a mirror, a smart mirror. None of them come close to what Peloton really hit on. So I love that. In terms of, you know, when I talk health tech, it's not all fitness-y related anymore. So we're looking at, like, smart monitors that we can use to help our aging parents age in place at home and grow old gracefully and at home where they really want to be, but without the fear that, hey, they're going to have one fall and nobody's going to know. So it's things like that to really look forward to over this next decade. You know, it has really changed in a bunch of different ways. You know, the uh, where you used to have maybe have someone come into the house or maybe even go into sort of an institutional setting. Now with sort of the smart homes and and whether it's Alexis or or any of the different kind of things, and then even with Fitbits and, and ways for people to keep track of stuff you know one of our uh in-laws she fell down had a bunch of health issues and you looked at the way that she was even keeping track of some of the things was all charts you know writing writing it down by hand and then you've got you know like a a fitbit or some of the the newer ways that you can do it on the health side with the wearables and it it really makes a tremendous difference yeah, so here's a, a strange sort of ironic dichotomy we will see younger people shunning higher layers of tech. So a lot of people are going for their, there's a phone called the light phone too. And it is an insanely basic phone. You can do what with it? Uh, make phone calls. That's about it. <laughs> you can do some light texting. You can order a Lyft or an Uber and do a tiny bit of social media. But for the most part, it is a phone to use as a phone and nothing else. It's $350 and they can't make them fast enough. That's what the under 35 crowd is starting to buy more and more of. And then, you know, conversely, you're looking at 55 and over, they are going for the most expensive iPhones, the most expensive Samsung Galaxy phones. They are getting more connected and then learning how to use that technology to do things like, say, you know, Alexa, turn on the TV or uh, Siri, what's the weather? My dad is almost 81 years old. He is obsessed with the weather on his iPhone. We get a full weather report every night at dinner. And then the other way tech is really changing their lives, my parents' lives. He just got his first uh, new pair of hearing aids after a decade. Uh, He got his last hearing aids 10 years ago, and we were watching him become more and more withdrawn during family uh, gatherings, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas. And he's a brilliant man. And with these new hearing aids, it's like he's gotten his life back. Wow. So, Things like that, and we've gotten dad back, you know, or grandpa back. You you think of it on on the tech side, oftentimes you'll think of driverless cars or new video games or amazing things your phone can do, but sometimes it's the simplest things that it can really affect uh, in in a big way. When it comes to kids, I was talking with with Dave before you got on, and our kids are are past the toys, at least two of them are past the toys and in to sort of the tech things. They have their own phones, but we're not, we're kind of clueless, like you mentioned too, some of the things that would be great to have didn't even exist a few years ago before I stopped sort of following every single thing. So what are some of the the things that kids, you know, maybe you're, you know, 11, 12, 13 years old uh, would be great kind of gifts on the tech side that they can appreciate? A lot of people are asking me that question this year. And really the answer is things that will grow along with them and help them be creative. So the uh, 
uh, let's see, I'm, I'm spacing on the name. It was right in front of me a second ago. Um, the GoPro. I don't know why I spaced on that name. I talk about it. I look at it. I use it several times a day. GoPro cameras are huge in that kind of preteen, teenage crowd to create videos, not only to, to just document their lives as, you know, all the cool things they do, whether it be on bicycles or skateboards or, or skiing, but also to create, you know, the TikToks, the movies, mm -hmm. the, the visual imaging. So those are really big this year. And GoPros, I think, are still the best of the live action streaming cameras. They're all the way to the eight now. And it is amazing. You can use your voice to turn it on and off. Wow. Uh, the battery life lasts a long time. You can live stream. That's been a big one. Scooters are another hot buy. Uh, and, you know, of course, we look at motorized scooters, and I just had this conversation with a friend of mine who was asking me the same question the other day. She wants her 14-year-old to be able to scooter to high school. Well, most states have laws that to ride a motorized scooter, you have to at least have a driver's license. So parents, be sure to check that. And if you put your kids on a scooter or let them ride or drive a scooter, get him a helmet. Get him a really cool Lumos helmet, L-U-M-O-S helmet. It's got the lights in the back. It's super cool, super high-tech, not all that expensive. But those are two great ones for kids. And then I was just playing around with a Lego haunted house the other day. Now, this is, you know, your normal 1,500-piece Lego build that is awesome. But then it has a layer of augmented reality. So you download an app on your phone or your iPad, your tablet. You hold it in front of this Lego castle, and you see ghosts flying around and you you can play games and find treasures so i, I mean <laughs> i'm a little older than the demographic we're talking about but <laughs> yeah well, you know that that are really interesting to me well it, it seems like a way to not only have things that didn't exist that are brand new that are groundbreaking but also kind of take some of the things you know and love from the past and sort of update them right and do that you mentioned the right. the, the brand on the on the helmets the loomis and that we had a a caller a texter wanted to know what is the brand or one that you'd recommend on the on the hearing aid side so for some of those advanced ones Oh, my gosh. There are some really, really good ones coming out. They're out now. Um, I just finished up a story with a brand called Phonak, P-H-O-N-A-K, and they are making a lot of new hearing aids, and I'm not exactly sure. I'm going to pull it up as we talk of the, the type that my dad got. Um, they have Ergo, these little Neo hearing aids. They're virtually invisible. They're not all that expensive. Those aren't the kind that he just got. Um, I believe he got the Sonova kind. But um, let's see, Phonak is one that's making really, really, yeah, Phonak Sky Marvel, I think all it's right. something like that. Well, we'll have, we'll have links up at WGNRadio.com for all that stuff. There's a lot of brands out there doing some great work. And in the, the last like 20 seconds or so, for those people want to keep up with all your adventures, I know we're going to talk with you uh, when CES comes as well, but give out the way people can follow your adventures. Head to my website at techish.com. That's undergoing a bit of an overhaul for the new year and the new decade. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those normal places. And then USA Today every single week. Uh, my video series used to be called Tech Now. That's undergoing a new facelift for the new decade as well. And, but I'm still there at USA Today Tech. 
So usatoday.com slash tech. Jennifer Jolly, the best in the business, one of them. And uh, thanks so much for everything you're doing. Have a great holiday. And thanks for jumping on the show today. Thank you so much. And of course, I have to say, Jolly Holidays. (laughs) It works for you.